0: Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Caroline Yuki. Caroline, are you ready to do this?
1: I'm ready to rock and roll.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Caroline is a wealth engine mentor. She is an income accelerator, helping people stop trading hours for dollars. I'm excited to have you on. Caroline, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Sure. So I'm a huge sucker for avocado smoothies. They go (laughs) great with lime. I love, yeah, the organic foods, doing Pilates yoga. I learned about surfing and I'm in love with it. I learned how to surf when I was in Costa Rica. I paid $20 for a lesson. And um, the biggest thing I remember about that is I saw other classes, like they would ask people like do you surf goofy or do you surf regular and people would have to think about it you know change left foot forward you know right foot forward which one feels more comfortable but what was really cool about this instructor he just said all right you know start you know paddling off on, on the ground and let's just jump up and then once i jumped up he'll just say okay you're goofy so it was very straightforward <laughs> figuring out from there yeah so it's great and um, so my, I'm currently a student going to MBA school and I have this project, the Bold Millionaire Project, and it's to help empower women to build their wealth engines early. And the reason I started this project is because I had a friend who um, her husband unfortunately passed away from cancer and she was not used to doing her finances and was looking for you know, financial advisors, referrals, and she trusted them more than trusting herself. Unfortunately, she trusted the wrong person and ended up getting scammed of $300,000. So what I tell people, yeah, it's it's, it's really heartbreaking when you think about it. It's like, why are there so many bad people out there? But when I think about it, I think, you know, it's not about that there's bad people out there. There always will be. But it's also about um, not having that money investing and confidence not being able to trust themselves with their own money that hard-earned money and rather trusting someone they don't know so the idea of the bold millionaire project is to help women build that money and investing confidence
0: got it like well, i'm a big fan of confidence uh having it is way better than not having it so that's probably the most trite thing that i'm going to say today um but but I, I i i very much appreciate everything that that that, that you just said so i, I I, I guess what's the starting point with, with people? Is it, I mean, cause you can't just build confidence because there's a lot of things that are working, not in our favor when we're talking about being successful with money. Right. Is it, is it our yeah. brains?
1: Absolutely. Yes. So a lot of it is the thought, the the fear that comes to mind and it's not something that, like, no one is born with money confidence or born with investing confidence. It's something that we grow and learn over time, and as we practice and get better at it, we build that confidence, much like how we learn how to play a new sport. Like, no nobody just, like, has that confidence at the beginning. Like, usually you work on it, you, you practice it, and then you're getting good at it, and then you feel good about yourself, and that's where that, that confidence builds from. And much too, you mentioned, yeah, it's from our, our brain. A lot of it starts, you know, from our brain aspect. When we think about, you know, like how we think about money, interestingly, it, it goes back to like how our brains are wired. And from an evolution standpoint and brain science standpoint, they say that you know, humans like we evolved from the caveman days, where the brain is so used to preserving and looking for resources. So we're starting from a hunter-gatherer ancestor, you know, type of mindset that we're looking for resources, and you're trying to like basically save enough food to get through the winter, or you eat, you know, what you need for for the day or for the week, and then you go out and accumulate again. So the brain still has that mindset that they're trying to basically meet a desire. It's like, oh, I'm hungry today. It's like, oh, I need to go find food today. So it's not really used to looking out to the long term and also the brain is not used to handling risk because it's also a a mechanism to protect people, right? If they're going down a path, you know, they're not familiar with it for, then they they kind of freak out, which is also why, like, my friend, like, when she thought about managing her own finances, you know, maybe a red flag in her brain said, no, you're not able to do this. You're so used to having someone else do it. Go find someone else because that felt safer to her at the time.
0: Got it. I think that that makes a lot of sense. And that's, that's interesting, saving up enough food for winter, just making sure that you have enough resources so you don't starve to death, and you have enough wood so you don't freeze to death, which, all very, very reasonable, but not necessarily very helpful to us today. It puts us into more of a scarcity mentality. And... Um, do... I, 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 I don't know if it's true or not. I I, I think that stereotypically speaking men are more aggressive than women are and do you think that this mm-hmm. then makes it even a little bit harder for women to to take this next step you talk about being bold um, and, and, and taking on risk do you, do you understand what I'm saying
1: yes yes and yes there, there has been studies around it that women are more fearful of of losing um, so there's that loss aversion mentality. So I, I even did a survey of women, like why they don't invest more. And their husbands encouraged it too. Say, yeah, sure, you know, just take $100, just go invest it, you know. And the, the number one response is, you know, I'm scared of losing it. Like, I really don't want to lose it. So, and it also goes back to the evolution. Like, women are, are I guess, um, comfortable, like, knowing that they're provided for, even though now I guess women are more empowered, like they're also working as well, but that um, we don't have that um, financial education, you know training that starts earlier enough so that they are also, you know well attuned into the investing portion, which is where I'm trying to help close that gap is because there haven't been um, they haven't been exposed to it, I should say, like a lot of women, they grew up seeing their dads do the investing and then, their moms, you know, know the basic finances, but they don't get involved with the conversations with the long-term retirement planning and all that. So that's something that's going to change because as a lot of women, they're becoming more empowered financially. They're going to have new financial needs. And now that family composition is also changing. Like sometimes the woman now is the breadwinner of the family and then the sure. dad's the one who stays. So, so it's it's changing as well. And it's really interesting because the dynamics are changing really quickly so there's there's a, a bigger need for women to to figure out, you know, that portion so they know how to make those decisions as well. And sometimes women find themselves in, you know, unexpected circumstances that they're on their own and they need to make these decisions. So I find that, you know, it's something better to learn earlier than, than later trying to figure out, especially when they're under stress or like my friend, you know, she's she's widowed and stressed out. And trying to figure out then so it's it's definitely yeah something that I encourage women to dive into early
0: yeah no I appreciate that and you know it's it's one of those things that we just have to understand um, what it is that for lack of a better term we're up against this our our brains are not helping us to be successful investors Um, and I (laughs) It's such a tough balancing act because I know how important it is to understand your cash flow and I know how important it is to be focused on reducing expenses. But if that's all you think about, that will be very limiting, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's also the world around us is, you know, I say it's very modern and then our brains can't keep up with it because human evolution is really slow. But the cultural evolution and business evolution around us is very fast. Like we have credit cards now, we have, you know, Wall Street. So the fact that our brains, yeah, is not able to to keep up with that, like we have to train ourselves to think in that, that mindset of interest range, you know, long term, you know, retirement, because we, it's not something the hunter gatherer mindset was used to thinking about. It was more thinking about you know survive for another day. Let's survive this winter. Let's survive this week. So yeah. it's um, I call it yeah the the hardwiring of the of the brain or biological hardwire. We're not we're not there yet, and that's why we need to like continue educating ourselves to you know program ourselves to think in that mindset.
0: So it it, it almost seems like it's kind of a chicken of the egg thing. It's like I I I do want to make sure that all my bills are paid and I have enough money in the bank account for three to six months worth of emergency. But if I'm never, but if, if I'm always sort of at that level, I'm never going to break through and really have wealth. So how do you flip that switch uh, and start breaking through that limiting thinking? I appreciate that. We need to understand how our brains work, but then how do you, how do you then take that next step?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So the, the mindset has a tendency to go into that scarcity mode of focusing on things that we don't have. And, the more that we think about like what we want versus what we have, it's like a balance beam. Like when we realize like what we want is not quite balancing to what we have, then the the mind kind of goes out to, to dig itself deeper into this tunnel vision. It's like, Oh no, I I don't have enough money. It's like, Oh, I better stop, you know, going now better stop this, stop spending on that. You know, like I I have to keep squeezing and hanging on to my money or else I won't be able to, to make it through. And um, some people call it, you know, um, like, I guess, neural programming, some people call it, you know, hypnosis, or money manifestation, or law of attraction. But the idea is, is to stop that limited belief, and then to, to believe that we have it already now. And so that we're, we stop that, that trap of going into a tunnel vision mode, and we tell ourselves you know yes the world is abundant there is plenty of opportunity you know i you know there's there there are opportunities to make more money versus thinking that they're just stuck in their current situation i think a lot of times um it's that it's that energy i guess yeah that we bring in of i guess that mindset where we where we go cuz i know like sometimes i see you know people when they're working they're like oh i got to go to work it's like oh, i'm stuck in traffic and then they're, they're just, like, always resentful and angry, and I remember listening to um, this, this show talk, and what it stuck to me is they mentioned, like, if we're not grateful, you know, we're resentful, and that, that shifted that mindset and energy for me because I realized, you know, that person could flip it around and say, wow, you know, I'm so grateful I have a job to go to. You know, I get to collect a paycheck and instead of thinking like I hate traffic like why am I here they could think like wow I'm so grateful you know I have a car I have transportation to get to where I want to so a lot of it shifts from yeah that mindset and the energy where they want to think and then where they where they focus on really grows because as they're grateful looking for more opportunities they know there's you know there's a promotion opportunity out there there's you know there's opportunity out there there's money around them then the more they start gravitating towards trying to improve and you know upgrade their their lifestyle where they get it to where they want to be
0: I think that that's so much important stuff that you just said right there um, this idea that, that you need to really believe that you have it now that mm-hmm. uh, do you find that people have a hard time wrapping their brain around that
1: it, it is, and I've listened to a lot of, of Tony Robbins, and they did a study of what people mentally believe, and then um, it was basically tracking, like, their mindset brain waves versus their heart waves, and they call it, like, cognitive um, dissonance, that if you don't believe what, you know, you want to believe, then there's a gap, and then because of that, it won't happen, so I think that's the hardest most challenging part of the the mindset, believe is believing that they can get there or believing that they can win. And um, that's also something I've, I learned so much from like watching the Wimbledon, you know, and like watching a young tennis play, player, you know, beat Serena Williams. People kept asking her like, you know, how did you do it? How did you do it? And she said, you know, every day in the morning, like she would visualize herself, you know, playing against Serena, she would visualize herself, you know, winning arena. So a lot of it is that that belief and since our brains cannot differentiate between reality and subconscious, so people always say like that's where that visual, you know, mindset planning or you know, the vision board or basically programming their mind to believe it happens. Like we have to do it again and again because we also have to realize everything that we believe about money or abundance. Well, it starts from a young age. Like we grow up and, you know, we have families and most likely families like my grandparents, they always said, you know, to save because they grew up in the in a time, you know, the Depression or World War II. And so they're, they have that, you know, scarcity mentality is just, you know, just save, you know, for another day. And also when when they think about rich people, they might have said something negative. So we grow up, you know, like 25 years and we're hearing all this different negative, you know. Um, Programming around like money having money is not good money is evil We're just hearing all this for so many years So now trying to reprogram that it really needs to be done like every day of retuning that mindset as there's no negativity So that we can keep reminding ourselves. It's there
0: I I I didn't realize that uh, that the young lady who beat Serena that she said that she visualized every morning I think that that's an incredible thing um and it, it it it's 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 true, right? There's people who who Tony Robbins and all these other people who are helping so many people, are affected because the stuff works, right? Uh, so, but fundamentally, you just need to do the work. You need to figure out what it is that you want. Is that is 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 that the starting point?
1: Yes, it's having that desire, and I think that's the. You know, the best selling book out there, you know, Think and Grow Rich. Like, I always think it's all about think, right? It's about our desire, like where our mindset starts with that think and grow rich. Like, it's just so powerful. And that having that desire, and like you talked about, like, you know, how some people they can't really believe, you know, they're going to be rich. And because of that, they start, you know, sometimes having a love hate relationship with money. You know, they start, you know, seeing that. Um, it's like oh they don 't believe they can be rich, so then they start getting stuck at where they 're at, and then they don't they don 't believe they can get there and if their their mindset or attitude's not in the right place, sometimes they become resentful around people who do have that money, and that doesn 't help like being jealous or feeling you know um, resentful against other wealthy people is not really going to help them either, so I guess one quick tip. I tell myself when I'm catching myself in this kind of mindset of, you know, feeling that something cannot be done and believing them, I ask myself, you know, is this thought really serving me? You know, how is it serving me? It's like, it's not serving me at all. Then just try to delete it, you know, and then move on to a a different counter, you know, positive thought.
0: I think that that's great. I mean, Are your thoughts really serving you? Are our brains really serving us? And the answer is that no, certainly not all the time and we need to be mindful of it. So I love it. Well, Caroline Savage nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them?
1: I recommend to start building the money habits and mindsets today to get ourselves out of um, the bad cultural programming mindset. So start money mindset and habits today so start investing today like don't wait for a future time to invest and save money but you can start doing it today to build that money mindset that you already have that ability to do it rather than waiting and since investing is something that builds through time starting earlier is better than later and your future self will thank you for it
0: i think that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on and, yes, your future self will be very happy with you versus the opposite. You don't want that person being pissed off. So, Caroline, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you?
1: Sure. We can go to BoldMillionaire.com. And to learn more about money, wealthy, mindsets, you can go to CashflowQueen.co. And there are eight money, mindset, and habits on a on a quick sheet tip.
0: I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Caroline your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to BoldMillionaire.com and go to CashflowQueen.co and check out all the great things that Caroline is working on. Thank you again, Caroline.
1: Thank you, George.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.